With COVID-19 ravaging the economies of Europe, private equity players may have endured national lockdowns, but they were by no means locked out of doing business. 2020 saw GPs adapt to digital due diligence, protect portfolios in peril, and shift sector strategies. Today, we'll review the DAC region's 2020 and get a preview for 2021 on this episode of the Unquote Private Equity Podcast. Across the globe, the year has seen unprecedented limits on our ability to work. And while many GPs, LPs and advisors have adapted to these strange times, the private equity industry has generally seen an accentuation of existing trends, rather than totally new ones. While buyout and exit volume across Europe dropped dramatically in the second quarter of 2020 particularly, activity has been increasing recently. As seen prior to the pandemic, the tendency for GPs to invest in companies with high recurring revenues, such as insurance companies and software-as-a-service businesses, has only been exacerbated. Such a flight to quality has created an even hotter pricing environment than previously, with average buyout entry multiples across Europe remaining in excess of 10 times in both Q2 and Q3. Along with this flight to quality, we see a serious bifurcation with the worst performing companies, which may only widen as we enter 2021, and already struggling businesses begin to feel more liquidity constraints, perhaps leading to a wave of turnarounds not seen since the GFC. Fundraising has seen a similar bifurcation, another trend that has continued through the coronavirus era. Debut managers have struggled to raise and GPs without relationships with LPs that have already been well built have struggled in the absence of FaceTime, especially as LPs and GPs alike have consistently told Unquote that there's no replacement for in-person networking. On the opposite end of the spectrum, established GPs continue to raise funds bigger than ever as LPs struggle to find homes for their capital with strong and stable return prospects. So there's certainly a lot to talk about, especially as different trends are occurring in different regions of Europe. Today, we're taking a deep dive into DAC to hear from our reporters speaking to local GPs, LPs and advisors about what's happening in the private equity industry. So we're here with Harriet Matthews, our DAC region reporter. Thank you so much for being with us, Harriet. Thanks very much for having me. Can we start off, first of all, um, could you give us the headline stats for buyouts and fundraising in the region? Of course. So 2020 has seen so far 41.7 billion euros worth of buyouts completed across 164 deals. Comparing that to 2019, that year saw an all-time aggregate value high where 51.6 billion euros worth of deals were completed across 197 buyouts. Turning to fundraising, this year Dach region firms have raised 8.5 billion euros across 41 first and final closes versus 20.4 billion euros across 51 first and final closes in 2019. And that's obviously a fairly significant drop In 2019, 14 vehicles that had a total fund volume of more than 500 million euros were raised. There were only five of these types of quite large vehicles raised in 2020. So there has been a significant impact there. That's clear from the figures. On the kind of flip side of that, we've been hearing sort of across Europe that venture and growth capital deals have been much more resilient to COVID-19. And the trend um, has been particularly extreme in the DAC region. Can you tell us about that? 
Yeah, absolutely. So this year has actually seen the largest number of growth and venture capital deals completed ever in the region. There have been 462 venture and growth deals with an aggregate value of 6.4 billion euros. That's compared with last year's previous high of 420 deals, which raised a total of 8.7 billion euros worth of growth capital funding in 2019. So very, very different there. It also sounds like there have been quite a few sponsors who perhaps are new to DAC or have expanded their presence in the region, kind of highlighting another bright spot. Could you speak a little bit about those? Yeah, absolutely. So the DAH region, whatever challenges it has faced along with the rest of Europe in 2020, does seem to still be a popular destination for GPs to either establish an office or to build on the existing presence that they have there. Um There are a few examples of this. First of all, EMZ, who of course have their roots in France and are currently deploying from their ninth Euro Mezzanine Fund. They've already completed three deals this year in the DAC region. The first of those to be announced was HR Works, completed alongside a consortium that included emerging GP Magua Capital. They've also invested in spice and cooking mixture company Ankerkraut. And that was announced in the same month. So both of those were August 2020. I also spoke with Egeria, whose origins are in the Benelux region earlier in the year. They opened an office at the height of the first wave of the pandemic and have been establishing their presence and getting ready to step up their deal making ever since then. PAI Partners, of course, a big name in European private equity They have naturally completed deals in the DAC region before, but I've spoken to them recently as well, and they are stepping up their presence in the region. They've just acquired Appleona from EQT in a deal that gave the company an enterprise value of 1.6 billion euros. So it's certainly an exciting and dynamic time for a lot of sponsors to be getting involved in the DAC region market. Absolutely. And kind of back to those headline figures, a bit more about that that activity. And and of course, there has been a major impact from the coronavirus crisis on um, DAC activity generally in the private equity industry. But despite all of that occurring, several major deals have gone through. Is is that right? Absolutely. This year saw the largest ever private equity backed buyout ever completed in the DAC region with the 17.2 billion euro acquisition of ThyssenKrupp Elevator by Advent, Sinven and ERG Stiftung. So that certainly gave a real boost to the aggregate value of buyouts in the region. There have also been some interesting assets that really benefited from the coronavirus crisis. An early one of these was in April when EQT acquired hygiene products manufacturer Schulke. We also saw Seven Days, the medical workwear producer sold by Silverfleet to Paragon and Checkers Capital. And more recently, we've seen InvestCorp exit Avira after just an eight-month holding period. That's netted them a money multiple of more than two times and IRR of more than 200%. Clearly, it seemed like a good time to sell the business. The management team, I have been told, were very much behind that sale to a US-based trade buyer, Norton. So clearly there have been a number of assets benefiting, a number of companies that have had some very interesting exits this year. And that's more kind of on the larger cap side. What about the small cap market? Well, that's quite an interesting segment at the moment. Our preliminary data figures show that small cap deals have held up pretty well this year. So we have seen that around half of the deals completed in the market just by volume were 
deals valued at less than 25 million euros. In previous years, that figure has remained fairly steady in terms of market composition at around a third each year. Now, small cap buyouts clearly do tend to entail more risk, given that they're generally primary buyouts. But I've been speaking with market players involved in this segment, and clearly they see a lot of opportunities in that area. There's a number of technology companies and software companies that are clearly ready to be sold to perhaps go through their first primary buyout. And GPs see plenty of good exit opportunities that could potentially come and investment opportunities that could potentially come from developing those companies. Fascinating. Of course, you get to speak to many members in the industry. What what are market participants saying their expectations are for 2021? Well, I've spoken with a few players on the venture capital and private equity side who have said they're receiving a lot of inbound interest from their assets, from both corporates and private equity. But clearly on the private equity side, there's a lot of pressure still to deploy. So any business that could potentially be acquired is very much on the radar of players in the relevant sectors. People are, however, expecting 2021 to remain a fairly difficult year in many ways. Clearly, there are a number of industries that are still suffering, automotive and travel being two of the worst hit. So there is still a fairly long road ahead, I would say, for recovery. But people are remaining optimistic. A lot hangs on the deployment of any potential vaccines And that's not just true of the DAC region, that's true worldwide. But it's clear that there's a lot of dry powder. There are a number of fundraising processes that are likely to come to market or finish next year. So there is a fair amount of optimism, even though the crisis is clearly going to affect the market into the next year. Mm, Absolutely. Well, I'm afraid that's all we have time for this episode. Look out for our other regional updates with our other reporters as we review 2020 and offer some insight into what to expect from 2021. Do look out for upcoming episodes and please take the opportunity to subscribe to the Unquote Private Equity podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or, of course, continue listening on unquote.com. A very big thank you to our reporters, our producer Tim, and as always, a big thank you to you too, listener. Speak to you soon. Hold up. 